This episode is in association with EDC Salation College, Siliguri. Music gives a soul to the universe, wings to the mind, flight to imagination, and life to everything. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of Two A T Podcast, an Infocola initiative which strives to rekindle the conversational spark. This is Oman Shashank, and we will be your hosts for today. Music is one of those few beautiful things in this world which has the capacity to touch the souls of others. Today with us we have Lauren Hunter a person who has touched a million souls all over the world with his music and millions more with the songs that he has written a kind of singer who will make you fall in love with his words as soon as you catch a glimpse of his melodious voice and his fantastic guitar skills Lauren is one of those rare gems whom you could listen to all day long thank you so much for being here with us today Lauren it's an absolute honor for us Oh man, thank you for having me. That was that was quite the intro. I'm honored that you're honored. <laughs> uh, this is awesome, guys. Thank you so much, man. Thank you so much. And thanks for getting up so early. I know we're um what 12 hours difference. So yeah, exactly. Um, but it's definitely worth it. Trust that it's all worth it. It's worth <laughs> it and more. So, uh, Lori, starting off. So tell us about yourself. How did your musical journey start? When did you decide to be a singer? Sure. Um my musical journey, I've always had music in my life. When I was about 2 years old, I I have memories of my dad. He's a guitar player and he would always be playing guitar and sometimes he would finger the chords on the guitar and let me strum the strings with my hand. So ever since I was 2, I thought I could actually play guitar when I couldn't at all. Um <laughs> but I had maybe a little too much confidence so when I actually did start to play guitar, I thought I actually could. So I just really dove in and a lot of people will say like when you're first learning an instrument, it's great to, you know, learn other people's songs. And I think that is definitely true. I'm just kind of weird in that I immediately started to write my own little riffs on guitar. That's how I learned was just by creating right away. And you know, a lot of it was horrible, but as a result, I've been composing music since I was like 10 years old. That's when I first started to play. And then, you know, I kept at it and I joined some hard rock and metal bands. A lot of people don't know that about me uh since I do a lot of acoustic music now. but uh my background is actually in in hard rock and metal music and um i don't know if you guys listen to any of those kinds of bands i wasn't the screaming vocalist per se but uh i sang like the the pretty clean vocals on the choruses but um i was playing a lot of riffs while i was doing it cuz you know hard rock and metal that's a pretty technical genre so that's where i kind of learned to sing and play at the same time and i love doing it but then i moved to nashville to go to school and that's when i really started to um gravitate more towards the acoustic guitar and um uh, fell in love with just writing songs on the acoustic guitar just me and one instrument 
And everything kind of shifted from that point. I mean, it's completely different from, you know, the music that I was doing. And being a singer-songwriter is something that I didn't necessarily envision myself doing at first. But it, it just kind of happened and it felt right. And I'm, I'm still doing it. So, yeah, there's probably a lot more to the story, too, that I'm leaving out. But um, as far as singing goes, I didn't even really know I was a singer till I was... 18 years old. <laughs> so I was, I, I started off just thinking I was a guitar player. And then I discovered later in life that I really like to sing too. Um, so yeah, still living out in Nashville and, um, you know, working with other artists out there and doing my solo music. And yeah, hopefully the, the journey continues for much longer. That's really amazing, man. Like didn't know you were into metal and rock you know like when someone would hear your voice for the first time like this man only sings indie and pop and things but uh, yeah i would definitely love to hear you know rock songs for, on your spotify oh i don't know i don't know i think they're best <laughs> definitely uh, definitely want yeah. them and you know this is so rare a person who could sing like in such two contrasting genres and the thing you said about being a guitarist at first and then knowing that you could actually sing um that was the case with me you know uh, what uh -huh. happened is that you know i played the guitar and then i thought that i could sing and then i started to sing and then people told me to shut up <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I was one of those people who yeah, wanted so, to shut up. So. <laughs> so there are very few people who realize that and then find out that, yeah, they are actually so amazing that they'll go on to make songs like Silver and Blue. All right. So, thank you. Um, thank you. Yeah. So moving on, talking about the thing that has brought her here together, you know, music. I'd like to ask, what exactly is music to you? Oh, uh, it's so many things. I want to say music is life, but there are so many different areas of my life that aren't music. So, I mean, it's just, it's so many different emotions, you know, it's, it's hope, it's anger, it's fear, it's, it's love. Honestly, it's air, you know, you can't touch it, you can't see it, but you can definitely feel it. And I kind of think of music as you know, magical air that we all breathe as humans and it helps us live. So, I no, don't want to get so, too uh, philosophical, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those so are just those some, that... some adjectives that come to mind. <laughs> yeah, but magical air that we use to live is like, it like really well incorporates how we, you know, take music, like, for us, I think for me and Om and others, like also like music is something we go to when we do not, you know, we are fed up with the world or something. Yeah. Like we do not know what to do and then we go to music. So like it's really amazing that you said that it is air, it is a magical air that we used to live. And I completely, <laughs> completely agree with you. Now, each song that you write, Laureen, has the emotional way to impact anyone who listen to them. So Focus through your songwriting process. What inspires you to write such beautiful songs? Uh, huh. If in particular, if I uh, care to be particular, what propelled you to write Silver and Blue's lyrics? Um, Silver and Blue was written, I believe, in a cabin in the Canadian wilderness. 
I was I was there feeling really lonely at the time. And I don't know if you have a type of bird in India. It's called a loon. They have this really mournful, almost, you know, ghost-like cry that was just echoing on the lake. And it just put me in the mood to write something like Silver and Blue, I guess. Uh, I started off with the verse guitar riff. Um, kind of a descending melody. And I thought, you know, there, there might be something here. I kept going with it and I actually wrote it pretty fast. I typically, it takes me a long time to write a song. It can take, you know, four or five hours. It can take multiple sessions across a week. But I think I, I wrote the vast majority of the music and the lyrics of that song in one afternoon. And as I was saying, you know, I was feeling really lonely and it just kind of poured out. And with the title Silver and Blue, I think I had been listening to, there's a song by James Taylor called Fire and Rain. And I thought, man, that's the, that's one of my favorite titles ever. And then I just came up with Silver and Blue. I'm like, huh, Silver and Blue. What does that mean? And then Silver and Blue, I'm a tide with no moon. So. A few people have messaged me asking what that lyric really means. And uh, you can interpret it any way you want as a listener. But when I was writing it, silver represented the moon and blue is the tide. And I'm a tide with no moon. It's, you know, if the tide doesn't have the moon, it has nothing to pull it. It's, you know, completely lost. Just like when you lose someone you really love like your awesome dog in the background, you know, you're just, you're lost, you know, you don't know, you completely don't know where to go. So, um, you don't really know what's going through your mind when you're writing all the time. So those are just a few thoughts that I can remember. But, um, a lot of times when I write, I don't even want to think about it too much. I just want to let it kind of happen and, with that song, it, it definitely came a little easier than some of the other songs I've written. That's really beautiful. The way you write songs, it's just amazing, man. The time that you put in, the feeling that you put in, it resonates in your work, you know? Moving on, if not the most, the world of musicians is like very fast-paced. So, did uh-huh. you get overwhelmed by this nature of the industry when you were just starting out? Uh, I, I still get overwhelmed, you know, uh, there's, there's so much stuff that you have to do, especially like as an independent artist, which is what I am. You have to be creative. You have to make something that you're proud of. So there's creating the product, there's recording it, um, releasing it, marketing. There's just a lot that goes into being a musician, but it's also, I try to embrace the opportunity I have to be an artist and to do all of these things. So if I'm feeling overwhelmed, one thing I tell myself is like, I'm just so lucky to be able to do what I'm doing and to have awesome fans that listen to my music and have these positive reactions to it. So that's kind of one way that I counter feeling overwhelmed at times. Yeah, so I think independent artists are the best ones out there. You know, the freedom of creativity that you all get. That's why beautiful songs come out of your minds. 
So, Laureen, if not music, if you could be like really independent, what profession would you have chosen instead and why? <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, I've been asked that before and I, I still don't know because uh, the music is, music's one of the, I mean, it's the main thing I'm good at. So, it's hard to imagine doing much else. I mean, I do like to teach. I could see myself possibly being a teacher of teaching what? I don't know. I would love to teach songwriting someday. Um, you would be your you top know, students, you know? You would like jump yeah. right in for courses and you'd have like tons of students from India. So yeah, don't worry about that oh, career. Oh man, that'd yeah, be awesome. Like, that, that would be that'd a dream. Really awesome, man, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a long-term goal of mine for sure is to, um, you know... And learning teach, from you, like teach learning, whatever I know. Yeah, learning from you, learning for the best would be like really amazing experience for everyone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. More, uh, more silver and blue would come out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you guys will be my first students ever. So, we'd be honored. We'd uh, be honored, really. I, I, I could also, you know, if I didn't do music, a lot of people don't know I was actually really into wrestling in high school. Uh, I loved wrestling, so I was probably going to do that if I wasn't just completely obsessed with music. But yeah, super random facts about my life. <laughs> so uh, just to say that we are, first of all, we're really grateful you did not choose wrestling as a career. We're pretty sure that you would have had an illustrious career in wrestling. But <laughs> <laughs> I think that we would have missed out on a lot of amazing things. So yeah, <laughs> thanks for choosing music. Now. Uh, I mean, we are all music fans, right? But we can only see what happens on the screen. Like an mm -hmm. artist puts out music and, you know, everything apart from that. So can you take us behind the screens of the music industry? Uh, what all conspires before production and, you know, everything? Because we have no idea, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> can you uh, take us back? Yeah, I I honestly don't have much of an idea either because it's like so different for every artist. You know, I, I'm not signed to like a major record label or anything. Uh, I'm not trying to be mm -hmm. signed by a major label just because I like the freedom of creating what I want to make. And so I don't know what's going on behind the doors of, you know, Warner Brothers or, or Sony um, or all mm -hmm. the other big you know, management firms and stuff like that. I can say that there's a growing movement of independent artists in the U.S. that are, you know, they're maintaining ownership of their songs and they're making a lot of money, much more than they would if they were signed. They have a bigger responsibility for sure. And there's a lot more work that needs to be done besides just you know, writing songs, but artists are getting really innovative about, you know, promoting themselves and reaching more people just on their own. So it's definitely a new frontier out here, which is exciting. Uh, it really is. It really is exciting. Now, uh, getting just like you talked about that you are an independent artist and you are uh, so doing most of your songs are primarily available on Spotify and YouTube. And, um, you know, we are not, we have heard rumors or we have uh, listened to reports that say that Spotify, many artists rather have accused Spotify of ripping off artists, ripping off, you know, those independent artists. 
So what's your view on this? Is it true or how much is it a fad? Yeah, um, Spotify is uh, it's a polarizing topic in the music industry, mm. for sure. You know, personally, I wouldn't mind if Spotify paid their artists more, okay. mainly because if there's no music, if there's no songwriters, then there's no Spotify. So I would argue that Spotify needs artists more than we need Spotify. There's other platforms like, you know, Apple Music that do pay people more. I've just found that Spotify is easier to grow on though. So that's that's one benefit of it. And also the artists that you really hear complaining about Spotify are the ones that, you know, they've signed some kind of bad contracts with their labels or whoever they're working with and they're taking, you know, a big piece out of their earnings. So for me, I have 100% ownership of my songs. So, you know, I'm getting the whole pie. Whereas if you're an artist who's signed with all these different companies, you know, you're getting the crumbs. So those are the, those are the people that are really, really mad at Spotify. But I'd be lying if I said there wasn't room for improvement. And I'm hoping it does improve. But you can make a living just off of Spotify earnings if, you're, if you have enough streams. And yeah, that's kind of my... My two cents, which is, yeah, more than you make per stream on Spotify. I think it's 0. 0.0007, but that's my 0. 0.0007 cents on Spotify. <laughs> Artists are the sole basis of existence of Spotify, you know, and if they don't pay them well, then uh, we are better off Spotify. You know, there are other platforms, like you said, like Apple Music, they pay more. We have YouTube. So, yeah, that's really uh -huh. concerning. Record labels ripping off artists, particularly things that happened with copyright issues like beef between Taylor Swift and Scooter Brown. Yeah. If these are prominent in the industry, then that's really concerning for artists, you know. And that's another perk of yeah. being a an independent artist you know you don't get into these conflicts with others and just be independent and do your work what you want to do and just be free that's the best thing you could ask for in this world being free yeah exactly exactly it's a lot more work but i think ultimately you know there's i have less anxiety knowing that you know yeah. all of that is in my control you have peace of mind and it's perfect it's all you uh -huh. need in this world to live Freely and yeah. So, Lauren, you have such amazing song. I I barely think you would have critics or trolls, you know. But have you ever <laughs> been critiqued or mocked at your songs? And you know, there's a difference between critiques and trolls. So, how do you respond to each of them? <sighs> I usually find out where they live and then I burn down their house. <laughs> that's, uh, okay, that's, that's that's good. That's something. That's something. That's that's really good. That's what everyone should. Try. Uh, <laughs> A quick and simple solution: you know, burn down to ashes. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> no, I'm not encouraging arson or anything. Uh, uh, you know, I occasionally, you know, a comment will pop up, but it's just the amount of love has been so overwhelming that when it negative comment does pop up it's just like i don't even really think about it it's just you know i'm looking at all the good stuff which definitely outweighs the bad wow so like the thing you put forward in that small sentence that i'm looking at the good stuff tells us how important it is to be grateful for what we have 
rather than cribbing and crying about what we are not having or you know what's going wrong with us so yeah. that was uh, that was really good now uh, arain you said that you always played a guitar from 10 years old and you know you knew you started singing when you were 18 now uh, what would you say to someone who is graduating from college or a high school but is skeptical about their chances in the music industry because all, we all know how uh, competitive the industry is like they may have talent but still they may be skeptical about their chances uh, so that may lead them to doing a corporate job which they may not want so mm-hmm. how would you what would you talk to them how would you encourage them to you know carry on with their dreams you know i have to be careful when i answer some questions because you know i by no means have all the answers here you know i'm still you know figuring stuff out every day but what i would say to it, it it's different for everyone you know every artist is different and and if music is what makes you the happiest more than anything else then i i would say go for it you know it's a miracle we're even born the odds of having this life are so small so you might as well just do what makes you the happiest and you know if it makes your parents mad at the time if they love you they'll want you to be happy and they'll and they'll understand and if it takes a little time like you know they'll be happy when they see you killing it and you're living the dream that you always wanted to do i wouldn't worry about anyone's opinions i would do what you feel you're called to do and especially you say high school and college one thing to consider about someone getting out of high school or college is that you're you're so young and that is when you have the most energy and a career in the music business definitely takes a lot of energy and at that age you know you have the fire to put in you know 10 to 12 hour days 7 days a week which i don't know if that's necessarily the case if you start doing music uh way later on in life so it's good to do it when you're young for sure so yeah if it makes you happy go for it that that's what i would say some really great advice man like being afraid of failure takes out a huge chunk of you know budding artist like they're afraid that they'll not be successful but like you said if that makes you happy then go for it it's the best thing that they could hear and that will get them motivated to work on and on and on all right um moving on what according to you is the true responsibility of an artist hmm that also varies from artist to artist um if you're if you're electronic music dj your responsibility is to you know get everyone in the club just going crazy um <laughs> for for someone like me i think my responsibility is to just make the world a better place with my music to bring people together to help people to to heal to also inspire i mean one of the things i enjoyed the most about listening to music when i was a little kid was you know imagining that i was in that band and actually like playing that music like i would just sit in my room for hours like not sit in my room i'd be standing in my room like just playing air guitar for hours just <laughs> imagining that was me 
And man, I just want to, I want to inspire people to, you know, pick up an instrument and start writing. And, you know, if, if you hear my song, like, you know, you can do it too. You can write songs, you can be a musician. And I, I want to do that for people because that's what was done for me. And um, those are just some of the responsibilities I can think of. Okay. So uh, just like you said, an anecdote came to my mind. So a few months before, it was my birthday, right? And a um, mm-hmm. day or two before my birthday, I was listening to Silver and Blue while, you know, just as a uh, randomly uh, strolling. And I don't know what happened. I called my sister up and I said, I want a guitar for my birthday. Like, <laughs> I want to learn how to play a guitar. <laughs> like, it's so beautiful. Like, I, I remember texting home. Like, he's the guy who plays the guitar in our uh, friend circle. <laughs> so, I texted home and to asked him what guitar should I buy and everything. <laughs> so, uh, uh, it was uh, locked down here. So, I couldn't buy a guitar. But just like you said that you wanted to inspire people to come together, start an instrument, at least think about uh, starting an instrument. Yeah. I know it's very early for you on various uh, standards, but I think you have achieved that to a lot, a uh, huge extent. Oh man, thank you. That's that's awesome. That's awesome to hear. How's it going? I could not I could not uh, buy the guitar because of the lockdown. There are very strict oh, right. measures taken here. So, but yeah. I am looking to take the, you know, take the guitar and start classes as soon as it's over. So I, I'll tell you about it, how that goes. So, yeah. <laughs> hey, awesome, man. If you, uh, if you cover one of my songs, I'll, uh, post you on my story. Oh, great, great, great. <laughs> then. Okay. That'll be something. I'm working on so, a cover um, of Serval and Brew. <laughs> hell yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I've just stuck like together, right? <laughs> awesome. There we go. The day I heard the song, <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna record it, yeah, for sure." <laughs> you know, it's just crazy to hear the that riff I wrote just you know being played halfway around the world. You know, that's yeah, man, that's it's, the magic it's, of music, right there. Exactly. Yes, exactly. That's the magic of music right there. So, uh, Noreen, you have talked a lot about uh, being grateful about the fans that you have, right? Yeah. Uh, like all the things that you do. So, uh, just our next question is on those lines only. So, like, you have amazing fan base on Spotify and Instagram, you know, and it will just keep growing, is growing. So, what is fame to you? I know it's something on the philosophical side of things, yes. But what is fame to you? How does it feel to be admired by these many people? Um, You know, it's it feels great (laughs) to answer it in uh, three (laughs) words. Especially because when I first started putting out music as a solo artist, um, I, I didn't have a ton of traction going since I was just brand new. I was figuring everything out. Um, so I know how it feels to have, you know, zero fans basically. And now to have fans and to see it grow, I can really appreciate it a lot more as opposed to if it was just there right away, you know? So yeah, I'm just, I'm really grateful for that. And, um, 
the bigger it gets, like the more I just want to make everybody proud and, you know, make their lives better. I, it's good when it grows, but it's also more of a responsibility that I feel when it grows. But it's, uh, I'm happy. It's, it's starting to be a party now. So it's more fun when it's a party. Yeah. I hope it keeps on growing bigger and bigger and bigger. And one day you'll have like millions and millions and millions of fans and Man, I'm thinking them, yeah. I maybe that, just yeah, just uh, just visit India or something, and just because that yeah, I mean, it's sure, one of my sure, top countries sure, for sure. And we'd um, love to have I'd, you, man, here. Like, I'd be curious to see how it goes. We'd love to have you come sometime, and we'll take you through the whole country. Yeah, man, love to have you here. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, so, um, not only do we like your songs, but also your cover arts. You know the way. The cover art of Silver and Blue on Spotify is just beautiful. And the fact that your mother makes them is just heartwarming, you know? So tell us more about your relationship with her. Sure. Uh, my mom is, like, uh, obviously she's just amazingly talented. She's always painted. But since she retired, she was an occupational therapist. Since she retired from that, she's really just been painting nonstop. Um, she just gets in her studio. She's kind of a kid at heart and she just, she just plays, she just goes. So when it was time to put out, I think it was my first EP, I needed some artwork and I'm like, well, that's easy. I'll just ask my mom cause she's amazing. It's one of my favorite paintings. She's done the cover for the first EP, but, um, she did that. And then I have her do art on almost every song I put out. So and it's just kind of a cool way for us to combine our different artistic talents into something singular. And the bigger I get, the more exposure she can get. So it's just a little way for me to say thank you to her for you know everything that she's done for me. Because um, she's, her and my dad have both been really supportive of me being an artist and pursuing what I love. Um, I think I'm in a unique situation where if I actually did put my guitar away and get a corporate job, they would be uh, pissed off at me for doing that. Um, So yeah, but as far as my, you know, relationship with my mom goes, she's, She's just amazing with what she does, and uh, I'm I'm just lucky to be able to be like, hey, mom, I got a song coming out. Can you do a painting? She's like, oh yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I love it. So um, I mean, a relationship between a son and a mother and his parents is something which is beyond this world. Like words are not enough to describe any of it yeah i think there are few things in the world which words or anything cannot describe and i think um these small things you know uh painting uh music are all these things which bring people closer and i think it's all the more beautiful that do these two things painting and music are bringing you and your mother yeah you know that special relationship is building up on you so that's really, really yeah, man. And when everything shut down, you know, during this pandemic, everything shut down. We were locked in at our homes. And the only thing that we went to, you know, the only thing that we tried, the only thing that we 
used to spend our time was music and art and everything so like art is i don't know if anyone would deny that art is the sole basis of our existence you know it's beautiful beautiful yeah. that artists are here and we are grateful yeah i'll give her, i'll give her a quick shout yes. out to uh her instagram page is uh nancy n a n c y hunter artwork wait i think that's what it's called i think it's nancy post hunter artwork <laughs> Oh man, I messed up my mom's Instagram page. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> yes, Nancy Post Hunter artwork. You got it, um. Yeah. <laughs> Give her a follow. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, uh, so talking about life and everything, you know, so life is always presenting us with second chances because that is where the magic happens right so do you believe in second chances and have you had such an experience oh yeah that is that's the reason why i'm a singer songwriter living in nashville basically is because of a second chance i had um when i was about 19 years old I was driving home from college. Um, I didn't really know exactly what I wanted to do with my life. And I was T-boned, hit from the side at about, I think it was 75, 80 miles per hour. And the other car probably missed me by an inch. It came so close. Um, So it was really a miracle that I survived that. Um, they actually reported that I was dead on the radio. So, but, but I actually only broke my nose. <laughs> so it was just mm-hmm. a, a crazy situation. Nobody perished, thankfully. And, but as a result, I decided, you know, I, I have a second chance at life now. I'm going to do what I really want to do, which is music. And then I dropped out of the school that I was in at the time and I moved to Nashville to go to uh, a music school out there. It's called Belmont University. And I actually majored in songwriting and music business out there. But um, it all just kind of stemmed from that accident and from that second chance. And a side note, this is a really trippy side note. Two years before it happened, I had a... I had a dream that I was hovering in the air above this like random town that I had never been to. And I woke up, I was like, that was a weird dream. I even texted my friend about it. I was like, man, I had the weirdest dream. I was floating over this random town. Like, what do you think this means? You're like, oh, I don't know, Lauren. You're just a weird guy. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, uh, then that the accident that happened two years after that dream was in that exact same town with the same everything visually in that dream matched up to where the accident was. So for me, uh, there's there's some real power in the universe. I don't necessarily understand it, but yeah, I man. truly believe it's there, and I I definitely believe in in second chances too. That's that's really amazing, man. Yeah, wow. there are second chances, and it's all God's plan. You know? 
and mysterious and, plan. And the thing, and the and, thing they say, you know, you can't break a wrestler. So yeah, that <laughs> that justifies how you survive. <laughs> and just uh, one more thing, like we always hear that a near death experience or something of that sort brings you closer to life. Yeah, like makes you live uh-huh. more. Yeah. Right. And I think that's that's pretty uh pretty clear with you. And uh so that was just very uh I don't know what to term that, but it must have been uh some experience for you and like, you know, that experience just like uh, thinking that this is what I want to do, that must have been something. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a blur because I mean I got a concussion, so my head was, you know, a little Okay. a little floaty so i didn't really know exactly what was going on in my head but i was just like man (laughs) i'm alive like this is this is awesome i have a life you know i gotta do what i want to do so right moving on we have this rapid fire round for you we have seven questions lined up and we'll just fire them to you and give the answers sure thing all right, man. The first one. Let's go. One artist that you dislike. One one artist I don't I don't like. Okay. Uh. Oh, that's that's tough. I don't want to. For some reason, I'm like envisioning all these artists listening to this and getting mad. Um, <laughs> man, you're cuffing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't like I don't like Little Wayne. For the guitar solo that he did on Saturday Night Live, uh, that was yeah, offensive. Man, I also thought Nick Jonas's guitar solo was pretty offensive, but he <laughs> he's got a great voice, so I can't yeah. I can't knock him too much. And Lil Wayne's got some great songs, so some I'll just songs. I'll talk I'll talk smack I'll talk <laughs> smack about their guitar playing. Okay, all right. Um, the second one, what genre do you like the least? Let's say acid jazz. Okay. Jazz? That's, that's no, I like jazz. I like jazz, but, but the really, really crazy jazz, I, I can't. It gives me a headache. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's true. That's true. Okay. Um, the third one. It's a choice. Um, who would you choose between Selena Gomez and Ariana Grande? Who would I choose? Like as my, yeah, as my uh, whatever you can think of. My. <laughs> All right, friend, um, <laughs> as my friend, <laughs> you like them as your friends. <laughs> uh, All right, um, yeah, let's get I, this I straight. Go um, if, <laughs> I, I, if you're single, then yeah, you could you could choose your girlfriend from these. You know what? My girlfriend looks a lot like Ariana Grande, so I'm gonna go with Ariana Grande. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Please, please, please. All right. Um, she no. does. Sure. Personally, I like Selena Gomez. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah, no offense. Teach his own. They both have great songs. Both have, you know, great voices. Yeah, yeah. Both of them. And Ariana's vocals are just, you know, fantastic. Ooh, I saw her live um, last year. Who was a lucky guy? <laughs> yeah. Okay, man. Uh, so, uh, the fourth one. Whom would you like to choose to sing for your life? Maybe Ariana Grande. <laughs> All right, that's fair. Um, that's fair. <laughs> who would I choose to sing for my life? 
Um, have you heard of a guy named Leslie Odom Jr.? He is in the play called uh, Hamilton. He's one of the lead roles. He's got a phenomenal voice. You should check him out. Paul McCartney could sing for my life too. That'd be okay. So the fifth one. Um, what's your most memorable moment after stepping into the industry? Probably the first time I heard someone cover my song. To me, that was just, I, I never knew if I would ever see that. And that was just amazing. I believe there are tons of covers coming on away. I know. <laughs> I know, but it never gets old. It, <laughs> yeah, man. It really. I never I get think, tired of it. I think you shared on your story, right? There was some guy singing Silver and Blue. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's was... guys, girls. They're just. I have a lot of talented yeah. fans. So. <laughs> that's that's really amazing, man. <laughs> All right, your favorite album? Oh, my favorite album. Uh, I love Continuum by John Mayer. That's a classic. That's that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Abbey Road, Bruno Major. Um, his last album was really good. You guys should check that out. Okay. Um, Sure but yeah, those are my, those are the three that come to mind right now. Okay. So um, and the last one, last question. All right. A song that you wish you had written. Happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> that guy makes millions. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, that's, that's an amazing answer. <laughs> that's not at all what we were expecting but yeah that made a lot of intuitive sense that's really oh, logical you know that guy is really making lots of money yeah. <laughs> um, and, and this is probably pretty generic Yesterday by the Beatles I would have loved to have written that but it's okay yeah <laughs> so, alright uh, we're done with the rapid fire now okay yeah so, uh, with this, we have come to the last section of our podcast. So, we call it the unpopular opinion section. And it's a kind of a tradition at our 2OT podcast where our guests speak something, speak about something which is close to their heart or which they believe, which may not conform to other public, common public opinion. So, uh, Laureen... Is there anything that you would like to add to this? So picture? yeah, I was I was thinking about this before um, before the interview, and uh, I guess the, the, what I kept landing on was uh, not a big Kanye fan, not a big fan of Kanye West. Um, <laughs> okay. okay, so he's gotten increasingly crazier over the years, and people are starting to see that you know he, he might be missing some screws. Apparently, he's bipolar, so I feel kind of bad of saying bad things about mm. the guy, but he's running for president now, <laughs> and, you know, it's just, this can't happen, and, I, you know, in the U.S., we're kind of worried that, you know, Kanye could potentially take votes away from Joe Biden. Oh, yeah. I don't want, I don't want to get too political here, but... Um, <laughs> Yeah. We got a cheesy poof in the <laughs> Oval Office right now that yeah. <laughs> uh, has got to go. So, yeah. if, if and if Kanye is going to get in the way of that, then man, he's got to go too. So that would be my unpopular opinion. But yeah, and I think I, that's... It, it, it might be getting more popular. <laughs> yeah, that's so. what I was saying. <laughs> yeah, that's that's, 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 that's true. Yeah. 
might be getting and i think there. like that's why kanye west is running for president you know to take votes away from joe biden because he seems like a trump fan the way he has been with him in previous times you know there are pictures and footages he is a trump fan so i don't know man if that's their conspiracy or something but yeah that if people vote for him then it's <laughs> it's going to be a major issue oh yeah yeah it's just <laughs> it's going to be weird i don't know about anything else it's going to be weird yeah sure. yeah like, then then I, if she goes wrong then i'm really moving to india <laughs> yeah man we'd love to have you <laughs> <laughs> please do please do <laughs> You're, you're, you're rooting, you're rooting for Trump you. now. This is bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, like uh, we are Indians. Like we cannot root for Trump if anything. So that be rest assured there. Yeah, you know, it's it's one of those things where artists, a lot of artists, don't want to get political, and that's that's how I was for a long time. I just feel like the point that we've gotten to at this country though it it is just unacceptable for me to stay silent and to not let people know where I stand. It's really tough mm. to see what's going on in my country right now and um I don't want to look back, you know, 20 years, 30 years from now and say I did nothing. So, um if I lose some fans as a result then You know, that's too bad. My music isn't political. It's just, you know, where I stand as a person. Um and uh I I think the majority of my fans are on the same page though cuz yeah. if I was a country artist, a country music artist and mm-hmm. saying this, then, you know, it's career suicide, but <laughs> you know, I'm not a country artist, yeah, safe to say. Be. So You I have. still I still like country I still like country music. There's some good I live in Nashville. Like there's some great yes. there's some great country music out there. It's just, you know, mm. it's yeah, mm. it's getting to the point where uh it's you just can't or I personally can't, you know, keep my opinions to myself anymore with that regard. But just if you're listening to this and you're in the US, I don't vote for Kanye and uh just know that i don't support the balumpa that we got right now <laughs> so I, i i i went on a tangent there but you know these 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 are tense yeah, times in our country so yeah it's tense everywhere i mean it's 2020 is the weirdest time to be alive exactly we're like on a roller coaster this year yeah at least we're here at least we're allowed to you know have conversations about it and Yeah, I'm absolutely lucky. So when me and Om, me and my co-host Om started this podcast, it was more of a fanboy moment for both of us. We had our share of overwhelmedness. We had our share of nervousness to be talking to someone who we have admired, whose songs rather we have admired for so long. And we remember they say that do not meet your heroes, you know. the impact the mindset that you may have had of them might differ from what they actually yeah. are but i can't be more thankful and i can't be more blessed to say that mr lorin hunter one of the heroes of us is one of those people with whom if you are conversing will bring out a different aspect within <laughs> you 
the last half an hour of our session went by as though it was a conversation more than interview and throughout this we understood the importance of humility we understood the importance of gratitude and above all the truthfulness in which he laid down all his life in front of two random if i care to say that word two strangers it's just just beautiful we cannot have hope to have a more beautiful experience with you lorin and trust us when we say this and i know i say it for own as well that this experience is something which we both will savor for the rest of our lives and you know one of those things that will tell our grandchildren when you are having shows all over the world and then we'll be saying yeah we had a conversation with lorin hunter and so this is one of those moments for us and words to be honest cannot express what we are feeling right uh, now uh so i'll just say that thank you so much for being the person you are thank you so much for not going into wrestling <laughs> for being a musician thank you so much for doing this and still waiting for never being to release oh, on yeah. digital oh, please sir. keep on producing more repeat worthy songs like <laughs> we uh, like we look forward to all of your songs and we do hope that all your future endeavors Uh, and thank thank you so much for for the kind words and you know it's it was it was my pleasure to to talk to you guys and to do this and i had a great experience uh with this so i'm sure we'll stay in touch you know and yeah i i, I honestly really hope to to make it over to india sometime just cuz my fans from your country you guys included have just been amazing and i'd love to just you know meet everybody in person and experience the country and the culture and you know maybe maybe learn how to play the sitar a little bit too <laughs> <laughs> you'll surely rock it man yeah and we have some friends who know this <laughs> so that would be a problem. i'll exchange guitar lessons for sitar lessons any day <laughs> that's, that's no but really thank you guys thank you so much Thank you Lauren thank you so much Thank you it was an honor it was really an honor to host you Lauren thank you so I'm much I'm sure we'll uh, we'll talk again soon and what what time is it over there 8 eight, eight almost 8:30 in the morning it's 9 it's 9 in, in the morning Well you guys just yeah have a beautiful day out there it's just starting Thank you man yeah. uh, have a good night thank you so much All right guys have much a good love. night yes. All right So guys this is Shashank and Om signing off do stay connected for further episodes stay safe